in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Fifth Seal, episode 12. I'm your host, the Evangelical Norm. Fifth Seal is a podcast where we bring uh, awareness to the persecuted church around the world and pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ. And we count down the top countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch list, which is why the episode numbers go backwards. Yesterday was 13, today is 12, tomorrow is 11, and so on. Uh, we are counting down those countries. It is Persecuted Church Awareness Month, November it was my decision. I, I don't know who to go to to make these things official. So 10 years ago, I decided November's Persecuted Church Awareness Month. This is a month I'm going to count down from uh, country number 30 to country number one throughout the month of November. And then throughout the rest of the year, we do twice a month from January to October. We count down from 50 to 31. So there's a background on the podcast for those of you who might be new joining us today. All that being said, it is Thursday, November 19th, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org. On November 18th, two members from the Chengdu House Church, Early Rain Covenant Church, were taken away from their homes by the police. This happened only four days after Brother Wu Wu Ching from the same church was treated the same way. The emergency prayer request sent out by ERCC asked for prayers for their safety after Jia Wei and Lu Tao were removed from their respective homes around noon on the 18th. Jai and Lu were released and returned home in the late evening. It is unclear why the police targeted the two. However, this was not the first time the two men experienced harassment like this. Just last month, Jai Wei had his electricity shut down by the authorities when he went out the door to check what happened, he was met with four men and forcibly taken to the police office for interrogation. Lu Zhutao was one of the members forcibly taken away from his home during the police raid on December 9, 2018. It is possible that as the infamous raid is approaching its second anniversary, to prevent ERCC from holding events to pray for the incarcerated, the local police is increasing its surveillance and threats against ERCC. So again, we're looking at... Uh, the situation in China where the persecution comes directly from the government. It's not random religious groups that are targeting Christians. It's the government itself, the atheist government, the communist, Chinese Communist Party is directly targeting Christians and, it's, and particularly Protestant and evangelical Christians who are not registered with the state. They're targeting them, uh, make life very difficult. We've been reading about uh, one other pastor who's had them come again, come try to get his landlord to evict him by threatening the landlord's family. All kinds of things that the government does to try to prevent the spread of Christianity in China. So pray for our brothers and sisters in China. This also from persecution.org. District head and son killed in gunman attacked. Attack. Yet another attack in Kaduna State has cost the lives of a leader and his son. 
the district head of Mizaki and Atyap Chiefdom, Zengong Katif Local Government Area of Kaduna State, Mr. Haruna Koi and his son were killed in the early hours of Tuesday morning. They were attacked while at home. Mr. Koi's wife and daughter were also caught in the attack and injured, although they both survived and are receiving treatment at this time. The Atyap people of Kaduna State have been attacked on a number of occasions by suspected and reported Fulani militants. Though it is unclear if this most recent attack was conducted by Fulani militants, past, attack, past attacks this year mean it could be likely. Kaduna has been the most attacked state in 2020 by Fulani militants, with hundreds of Christian farmers being killed. Thousands have also been displaced from their homes and land. They have been forced into the homes and camps for displaced individuals. Please pray for the family of Mr. Koi as they heal. Pray that, that peace would be able to return to Kaduna State. So it's, it's really unclear whether or not this district head and his son are Christians. I would, again, I'm making the assumption because it's on persecution.org, um, International Christian Concern, that this is a Christian family, um, which, it, which would be very interesting to have a Christian being a, a district head, but it's not completely unheard of. And this is one of the the more populated areas with Christians, which is why it's more attacked by the Fulani militants, Al-Shabaab, Boko Haram, groups like that. So, um, again, I'm, I'm making the assumption that this Mr. Koi and his family are, are brothers and sisters in Christ. So um, pray for them, pray for healing, and pray for our Christian brothers and sisters in Nigeria. For the past two years, it has been literally thousands of Christians have been killed in this area and far more have been displaced because of these Fulani militants and uh, Boko Haram, Al-Shabaab and so on. So pray for our brothers and sisters in Nigeria and that brings us to our World Watchlist country for this week which is Nigeria. So a few facts, uh, the region is Africa, persecution type is Islamic oppression, the persecution level is very high. The population of Nigeria is 200,962,000, of which about 93,791,000 are Christians, so almost half. The main religion is Christianity and Islam. The government is a federal presidential republic, and the leader is President Major General Retired Muhammadu Buhari. Christians in the northern region and in the Middle Belt suffer from violence perpetrated by Islamic extremist groups. Islamic fundamentalist groups such as Fulani, Fulani militant herdsmen and Boko Haram. Such violence often results in loss of life, physical injury, as well as loss of property. As a result of the violence, Christians are also being dispossessed of their land and means of livelihood. The Christians with a Muslim background also face rejection from their own families. In some northern states, increasing numbers of Christians are dressing like Muslims to make their faith less obvious and reduce the chances of attack. Young Christians in these states are frequently denied access to higher education, and Christians have been asked to give up their faith in order to obtain work. Applications for permits to build church buildings to build churches are ignored. The situation is especially difficult for converts from Islam to Christianity. They usually are assisted in underground locations for fear of being persecuted or even killed. In the north, they often have to flee their homes and even the state. This is far less likely to occur, to occur in the south. February 2019 in Gasa Zamfara State, 
Bandits abducted and killed an Anglican priest from the Diocese of Sakota. His wife and children were also abducted and their whereabouts are unknown. In April 2019 in Madigali, Adamawa State, at about 5.40 p.m., Boko Haram fighters invaded predominantly Christian Kuta community in Madigali local government area of Adamawa State. Over 30 houses were set fire and 23 people were killed, 20 of whom were Christians. Residents left the village to seek refuge in Gulak and other relatively safer parts of Adamawa State. August 2019 in LGA, Taraba State, a conflict between a radical Fulani herder and a farmer was the trigger for attacks and reprisal acts that continued for weeks and resulted in 65 deaths, most of them Christians and 18 burned villages, with 15 churches, two elementary schools, and a health center destroyed. Security forces that were deployed in the area did not intervene. On the contrary, in June 2019, many youth were arrested during protests against violence and inaction of the local authorities. In Rion Plateau State, in September 2019, three international displaced Christians were killed by gunmen, their community has been destroyed by Fulani militants in 2018, and they were still being hosted in other communities. However, the villagers who wanted to return to their own village had started to rebuild their houses. For weeks, a group of young men would guard their properties at night and monitor security in the area. Three of them were ambushed. In early October 2019, in Chikun, Kaduna State, Fulani-speaking gunmen kidnapped six schoolgirls and two teachers from Engraver College, Cacao, a Christian-run high school. The abductors stormed the boarding school around midnight when most of the students and teachers were asleep. The victims were released after a ransom was paid. In the, past, in the last few years, armed groups have perpetrated countless abductions along the Kaduna-Abuja Highway for ransom and the pro in the process killed some of their victims. But this is the first time a school was involved. So some prayer points for Nigeria. The violence against Christians by militant Islamic groups in the north often ends in the loss of life and physical injury, as well as loss of property. Pray for those dealing with the effects of recent violence against them. Please pray for the Lord's provision in all of their physical and spiritual needs. Thousands of women remain in Boko Haram captivity. Pray for their liberation. Pray for those who have been, have been freed or managed to escape to receive proper physical and emotional care. Thank the Lord that most Christians in the southern part of the country live in an environment where their religious freedom is respected. Pray for greater engagement from the church in the south with the church in the northern parts of the country. Pray the Nigerian church will be able to withstand pressure to give up the faith and have the grace to respond to their challenges in a way that glorifies Christ. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much. We, we thank you again for this time we have to come and raise our voices together to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ. We praise you that we have this medium, this social media platforms, YouTube, Facebook, and so on, Lord. We, we praise you that you have provided these things so that we can uh, come together across vast distances and even uh, across the span of time as, as many people will watch later in the day and still be joining us to lift up their voices in prayer. Lord, we thank you that, that you have provided this. Um, we, Lord, we do lift up our brothers and sisters in China, um, specifically the Early Rain Covenant Church, Lord, which is seems to be very much targeted by the government right now um, in, in many different facets by trying to have people evicted from their homes, try, shutting down utilities and so on. Uh, 
pulling out uh, members of churches and interrogating them, Lord. We pray that you would intervene, Lord, that you would uh, increase the ability to for religious freedoms in this area, that you would turn the hearts of the atheist government away from persecution and towards uh, tolerance of uh, the Christians there. And Lord, we pray that, that you would embolden these these men and women who are persecuted to continue to share the gospel and that you would use that to draw their persecutors unto yourself, Lord. We pray for our brothers and sisters in Nigeria. We pray for, pray for the Koi family, um, Lord, that you would bring healing to them uh, after this attack uh, and, and bring peace for, for the those who were lost. And, and Lord, we pray that, that you would again intervene in Nigeria that these attacks from from these fundamentalist group, these Fulani militants, Boko Haram, and so on, Lord, would, would come to an end. We pray that, that you would provide for the spiritual and physical needs of all those who have been displaced from their homes, those who have been attacked uh, and had property stolen. Lord, we pray that you provide for them all that they need spiritually and, and physically. We pray for the women who have been kidnapped um, Lord, forced into forced marriages. Um, Lord, we pray that, that you would uh, secure their release uh, and bring them home to their families. And Lord, I pray for those who have escaped, that, that you would provide um, good Christian counseling through elders in the church in that area, that, that their emotional and, and physical and spiritual needs will be met. Lord, we, we do pray that the, the church in, in southern Nigeria is a they enjoy more religious freedom, that there would be more of an engagement between them and the church in the north to provide discipleship, to, to, to provide protection, to provide provision for those people who are uh, actively being persecuted because of their faith in you. And we do pray, Lord, that, that the whole church of Nigeria would be able to withstand these, these pressures of the persecutions that, going, that are going on there, that, that Christians would not would not renounce their faith and that they wouldn't even hide their faith lord i pray for those that that are, are dressing as muslims to to try to hide their faith lord i pray that that you would give them the boldness to proclaim their faith publicly even in in the face of persecution and that you would again god that you would be glorified in that and you would use that to draw those who would persecute your people to yourself just as you did with the apostle paul lord as he was persecuting your people that you knocked him off his horse on his way to Damascus, and you you drew him to yourself. We pray that you would do this for for those who are, are fundamentalists, Fulani militants, Boko Haram terrorists. We pray that you would draw them to a place of repentance, that we would no longer call them enemies and attackers and, and persecutors, but we would be able to call them brothers. Um, and that in that, you would be glorified, Lord, because it is for your glory and in your name that we pray, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for, for joining us, for being part of this. Again, I ask that if you have anybody for the next 11 days, if you have any friends that would be willing to give up 15 to 20 minutes of their day to, uh, to join us as we pray for our brothers and sisters, get a little bit of awareness of what's going on around the world, pray for these different countries where persecution is happening, where persecution is really bad for our brothers and sisters, and uh just that they'd be willing to join us and lift up their voice in prayer as well. Have them come to the Fifth Seal Facebook page. 
they can uh, hit the join button. I'll get them approved quickly to get them be, to be part of that group. They can go to YouTube, to the Evangelical Norm channel on YouTube and get all the stuff that I, all the content that I release there a lot more than just the fifth seal or if if they don't have time to sit down and watch the video or join in the video they can go to iTunes Google Podcasts Spotify Amazon anywhere where they get audio podcasts this can be found as an mp3 they can download it put it in their earbuds and take it with them and still continue to join with us as we pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ and as always Preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until tomorrow, soli deo gloria.